0: Hey, Welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining in today. As we close out the series, The Fatherhood of God, today is part 9 and we will be concluding this series. If you missed the other eight episodes, I encourage you to go back and check it out so you can have the proper foundation. It will help you to understand the truths from the Bible concerning God as our Father. Today's title is, Thinking We Can Do Without God's Help. Thinking We Can Do Without God's Help. Today's scripture comes from Luke chapter 15, verse 17. It reads, when he finally came to his senses, the prodigal son, when he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, at home, even the hired men have food enough to spare. And here I am dying of hunger. In the parable of the prodigal son, the younger son thought that he could handle his life without his father's direction. So he took his inheritance and left his father's home. At first, he seemed to be living well, but circumstances soon turned against him. He ended up working as a keeper of pigs with barely enough food to sustain himself. One thing we can learn from this, need has a tendency to produce insight. Let me say that again need has a tendency to produce insight. The prodigal son began to contemplate his situation and what life could be if he returned to his father's house even as a servant. The Bible uses the phrase, he came to himself. This means that he analyzed his life based on its potential looked at his present circumstances and realized that he needed his father after all. He came to understand how critical his relationship with his father was and then he sought to reestablish contact with him. His perception of both himself and his father were radically changed. He began to rehearse what he needed to say to enter into his father's graces once more. The son who had rejected his father was looking for a way to enter back into his presence so he could hear his father's voice again. He was convicted and he was contrite, or that's just another way of saying that He was sorry for his offenses. The last time he had spoken to his father, he had made a declaration based on his supposed manhood. I think that this time the cry of his heart was for his Abba. Abba father, daddy, God, not pops, not dad, but dearest father. It was a cry of intense need for the father's love and strength. The son realized that the father had the ability to supply all his needs. The son was old enough to know his own inability compared to the capabilities of his father. And he knew that his father was the only one who could help him. The fruit of failure is often bitter, but it can be extremely beneficial if we can learn from it. We frequently act like the prodigal son in our relationship with our heavenly father. We may begin to spend less time fellowshipping with him in worship, in prayer, in reading his word because we forget how much we need him to sustain our lives. Then circumstances or relationships don't work out for us and we run out of our own strength and ability to cope. When we find ourselves in troublesome situations, we begin to remember the life-sustaining advice, direction, and correction we have received from God at other times. In other words, we come to ourselves. And this drives us to return to God's original intention for us, which is continual communion with him. When we are honest about our failures, all our excuses are removed from the equation. We take a long look at our own reflection and understand that there is little room for placing blame on others. Yet when our pain propels us to seek a close relationship with our heavenly father again, his presence and his word, which we formerly ignore because becomes the catalyst of our restoration. When the prodigal son came to himself, he said, I will arise and go to my father. Luke chapter 15, verse 18. He knew his father's character and he never had any doubt that he could go to him for help. Though he thinks he will return as a servant, he is greeted as a son. What a wonderful truth this is. When we have a relationship with God, he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. This means that you may run away from him, but he will never turn away from you. If we are faithless, he remains faithful he cannot deny himself second 2 timothy timothy 2:13 2, he never stops being our father your father my father our father is everything that he says he is he is the shepherd as well as the judge he is the healer as well as the creator god is all powerful all knowing all loving and an ever present god And wherever God is, he is actively present. He is unhindered by the restrictions of time or space. He is unfazed when presented with little or nothing to work with. He is wherever you are, and he has the power to meet all your needs. If you have enjoyed this lesson and the series on the fatherhood of God, give me a thumbs up also click that notification button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out until next time be blessed